Hello and welcome back to Typecast. Today we're talking about the 2014 film Creep, directed by Patrick Bryce, who also co-stars alongside Mark Duplass Duplass, I don't know. As always, I'm joined by the boys, Louis. Shit, yo, what's good? <laughs> Dylan. What's good, what's good? Hello there. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even gonna ask. And Callum. Hey. <laughs> So as always, we start with the person who picked the movie. So oh. Callum, give us your thoughts on Creep. So you, Morgan said at the end of like last week that he saw the thumbnail for the trailer. And yeah. so obviously this film came out in 2014. And that is what I saw for like two years before I randomly started reading that people actually liked it. And I was like, all right, I'll bite. But then I went, I, then I went and watched yeah, it. I would just like to bring up, before we say anything about this movie, I would just like to bring up that on Letterboxd, the overwhelming, like, the the reviews on this are either three stars, 3.5, or four stars. Not anymore. Most of them are... (laughs) (laughs) Most of them are four stars. I I would just like that to be known. Anyway, we move. So this sort of... So with this sort of film, you know, if you've seen basically any film ever you sort of once the story gets going you're like oh, i can kind of see where this is going and like you get no prizes guessing how it ends but yeah. i kind of like that because it means the film has to uh the film has to rely on interesting twists and to keep you entertained in the middle portion uh-huh. uh because you basically already know the ending which i think this film does very well and yeah it's not um yeah, it's not the most amazing horror movie ever made but i i like it i like it a lot yeah, those are my Fair thoughts. Enough. Cool. Well, I would just like to start off by saying, Callum, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, I was agitated the entire time. It is not a good film in the slightest. <laughs> not even a little bit. I'm going to go. All right, let me, all right, let me go. Let me go. Let, right. First of all, <laughs> jump scares are not scary. They are not, they should not be in horror films. The entire Agreed. movie was jump scares. That's the only quote scary part about it is that they, they tease jump scares and then a jump scare happens. So you know how many, many jump scares? All the time. Do you know how many jump scares there were? <laughs> Seven, I think. Nine. Seven, eight. Nine. Nine. I didn't make a count that high. I can't. Uh, it's on oh God. This movie made me vex. I sat there for about twenty seconds with my hands in my head, just while watching this. It was or oh, head in my hands. Wow, that was dumb. Uh, no, nah, I am not a fan. <laughs> Fair enough. Not a fan. Right. That's my initial thoughts. <laughs> Would anyone else like to chime in? The worst part about the jump scares is that they were all the same jump scares. Exactly the same. Guy runs away. Guy jumps out. <laughs> <laughs> when did you put it like that? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's all it was. My guy started sprinting. My guy is doing his best Mo Farah impersonation up a hill and stuff like that. And then just jumps out of like a bush and then jumps out round a corner. My God. <laughs> My guy. That's the entire movie. That's this, the movie. this movie was Jump Out Simulator. That's it. 
That's all the movie was. Uh, it me. was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was the. It was the demo for Slenderman. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. All the test footage. Uh, yeah, Callum, you really fucked yeah. up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um. It's so the fact you I, said you. It's the fact you said you were going back to what you knew best, and then this is what you recommended. I. Right. Yeah. I. I would. I'll give it credit because no. I've not seen I've not seen a <laughs> horror movie like do something this obvious. Do you know what I mean? Like it's obvious exactly where this movie is going. Like some horror movies are kind of like, you know, oh, there's a ghost, but is it really a ghost? No, it's just a person hiding in a wall. You know, like you got those. Watching too much Scooby Doo, man. That's just and then you got this movie where the entire time you know exactly what he's doing you know that he's a fucking psycho before he even says anything you know yeah so yeah morgan what, what are your thoughts on this this <laughs> thing Creep is a good movie is a movie that i very much <laughs> like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and what fair fair all right so i'll start off by saying that <laughs> of all the films that Callum has chosen on the podcast so far. This is far and away the best one. Wait, 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 wait. You recommended The Wrestler. What about The Wrestler? Whoa. Oh, yeah, true. Forgot about, okay, yeah. Forgot about, apart from The Wrestler. Okay. (laughs) Oh, there we go. Yeah. So Uh, it's just one underneath The Wrestler. Completely Mm. forgot we watched that. But anyway, the first half of this movie is actually not that bad. Yeah, you're capping. Apart from the incessant amount of jump scares, because jump scares, like Dylan said, they aren't scary they're just sort of irritating yeah so apart from the incessant amount of jump scares i feel like the first half of this movie is actually really really good considering uh, you said two really sir yeah yeah really really good but that's mainly due to um uh joseph's performance because he does come off really creepy as not you know no pun intended but yeah like he plays i mean aaron is a bit of a shit actor i'm not gonna lie but Joseph is actually quite good and he had to be to carry the movie. Yeah. But it's only as soon as you hit that midpoint, the movie just fucking falls off the rails. Like even because we watch another um, found footage movie in Chronicle, right? While this movie doesn't do anything really inventive with the found footage genre like Chronicle did, it still had a premise for why the guy was filming even at the start before he met Joseph it was still plausible that he was filming because he's a videographer he was the brief he was sent was essentially like you're going to be coming and filming everything I do so it makes sense that he'd come with the camera on he's turning blah 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 and it makes sense that everything that was being documented was documented until he hits the midpoint shit Where hits the fan walking around his he house. leaves the ha- not even that after he leaves his house Past that, there's no point for him to be filming for the except except when yeah. he's asleep. Every other time, there is no need for him to be filming, and it just completely like breaks the universe. Yeah, because like, yeah. but also the fact that the movie is fucking dumb because yeah. my guy's recording him sleeping, right? Which probably means that he wants to look back at the footage, right? Yeah, my guy goes days without looking at this footage, even though the guy picks up the camera and starts filming his toes. Genuinely. <laughs> he didn't like know he was there. Exactly, but why are you filming if you're not going to look at the video like the night after or the day after? 
Why he's not the one who turned the camera on. The camera was on. What? Yeah, because Joseph turned it on. No, no, no. It was it was set up that he's been filming himself every night. Oh no, 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 documenting his dreams and shit. Not not the first night. The one after. The one where he's he just picks up the camera, films his foot, and then goes back and cuts and puts it down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah, thought you were talking about. Is, I thought you were talking about the first time where he's like actually like he's talking to the camera. And he's oh not no no no! Like, that part, that scene, bad. the camera was just on. E- even yeah. even so, would you not just look at your footage anyway? You've been recording there. Just fast forward it. Exactly. But but even, why would he look? Why would he look back on it? Because at this point, he's basically gone. I don't want anything to do with this fucking weirdo anymore. So why would you? Why yeah, but would you're you recording on it because he's called he, the. He's called the feds about a stalker. Of course, he's going to record himself and look back on it so, so he can help the feds find him. Yeah. Stuff like that, bruv. Good oh, point, I don't point. know who he is or whatever. Bruv, show the video footage of this guy to the police. I have pictures of him, policeman. Here, look. Look out for this guy, please. That's it. <laughs> That's what he could have done. You know. I do think that the first half of the movie is a lot better than the second half, but I just wish it was yeah. less of a shitty horror movie because that's when it all starts to fall apart and was more of like a drama thriller because I feel like the premise of this guy who has only got three months to live is like hired this guy to document his life to show his his kids they're in a secluded area I feel like if it went more down the route of like the lighthouse if not maybe if not that weird Mm. It's sort of showing this guy starting to come to terms with the fact that he's not going to live anymore. And yeah. like, it's only them two that they're like strangely close together f- because they're constantly filming the whole thing. I feel like yeah. that would have been a really like more effective sort of descent into madness because as soon as you hit the midpoint, when you realize that he's made it all up and it just turns into furry town, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just lost all interest in the movie. It was like Honestly. it's just like you know you already by that point you already know what's going to happen because of the shit foreshadowing beforehand. Where he's like, "Do you think I'm going to kill you with that axe?" Ha ha ha! Like, <laughs> <you're> like <"Wow." laughs> but even the ending is something I do want to talk about. Yeah, go ahead, go so, ahead. So, like I said, like I said, yeah, I said I thought you guys would enjoy this. Clearly, for some of you, I was wrong. Fair news, I still like it, but I like the. All of us. No, no. I feel like I, I feel like I should say that because I do backtrack a lot on this. On this no, no, show. no, 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 no. But you said clearly for some of us, you were you were wrong for all of us. Morgan said he liked half of it. I'm taking that now. Yeah, take take what you can get. Take what you take, can get. Yeah, take what you can get. So when I say the ending, I do mean of Joseph killing him. But I really liked the ending in that we were not watching it. This footage through the eyes of who we thought we were. I really liked that. It's just, I just like it. I don't know why. Fair enough. Like, because you see it the whole time, you're like, yeah, we're watching from Aaron's perspective, but the whole t- this whole film we are watching is Joseph watching it all back. Yeah, that's true. And I, I mean, don't know, I, just, I, just I don't think really think of that, to be honest. But even so, that doesn't make up for... No, no, of course not. It's just, a, it's just something I like. I will note at the start of the second half, one thing that the found footage thing did do well was that double fake where you, you're you watching the video of him digging the grave. You're thinking, mm. fuck, he's killed um, yeah, Aaron. Aaron. And then it's like where the camera comes back 
And he's like, oh, yeah, just in context here. I was like, okay, that that was well yeah. done. Until you realize the fact that why the fuck was he filming that in the first place? Exactly. Because, like, who... who I presume, the I, presume, I presume as evidence, I don't really know. I presume there, there's the DVD. If you needed evidence, keep the DVD, don't throw it out. Yeah, but who's the, con- the thing is, who's the context for? Because in, his, in the universe, right, he's been hired for this job, which he's already got paid for, right? Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's drugged and ran away from this guy after fighting him and realizing he's super weird. Being told by his quote-unquote wife, who's also his sister, or is his sister, I don't know, but yeah. that this whole job's a fake. It's like the, the the scene was framed like he was editing it to send off to a client. Why? Like you would have just, like, who is yeah, the context it. for? It kind of just breaks the universe, sort of. It, it seemed like just crap writing, just to forward the plot to keep it going, because mm. that's something we need to see. It's just, I don't know. The, the whole second half, or the majority of the second half, just didn't need to be filmed, which is why it sort of takes yeah. away. From it, for me. Yeah, that. Mm. Right, Louis. What did you think? <laughs> Movie was <laughs> fucking trash. This <laughs> 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 shit was garbage. Um. Uh, I had to pause I, it after like five minutes and just <laughs> laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was that. when. It was when he was. It was when he hugged him and was like, "Cool." I just, that won't get weird. We're going to do that a lot. Trust me. I was like, yeah, this movie's about to, I'm about to have the longest yeah. 70 minutes of my life. Like, <laughs> right. This movie I, just, felt just, way longer. Than I would like minutes. to, yeah, I would like, I was just going to say, for that is probably the shortest movie I've ever seen. Like most films are 90 minutes. That was 70 minutes, right? But that felt like a two hour film for me. If I'm wow. being honest, it was Fair it, for Too a short me. film. There was a lot of nothing. There was so much nothing in such a short time, which made it even worse for me. You know. Yeah. But, I um, so Callum. Yes. What? Uh, what? In just like talk about the whole film in general. Like, what is some of your? What What makes you like this film so much? So. Uh, Going back, going back to what you said about the jump scares, I do agree. Like you know me, I fucking hate jump scares in movies. Yeah. So obviously, I can't, I can't verify this because I didn't make the thing. I feel, and it sound, it does sound, it might sound like I'm copying out the movie, but then again, this is just my theory. I don't know. Yeah. When he's jumping out at Aaron constantly, I don't think personally that that's a jump scare for us. That's a jump scare for him to build his tension as a character towards how he feels towards Joseph. I think the bits in between, like uh, the bits in the bathtub and like when they go to the, and like when they go to the diner, I think that are like this, the scene where he turns the camera off, obviously he's got sound on, you can hear all the stuff Mm -hmm. going on. I like this film because it's got a lot of little details that you really got to listen out for. Like, like when they go to the diner, that's one of the, First things where if you listen, like I, like I obviously have watched this film before, so like I paid more attention to that, I guess. Because yeah. it's the bit where they're looking up the menus, and he's just like, "Oh, I wonder what's good here." And Aaron's just like, "Come here with your family all the time, don't you?" You said, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, yeah." But they've just changed the menus. It's all these little bits here and there that make that you don't add up. 
like at, yeah at this stage you already know there's something wrong with this guy but it's these little bits that make you just go but what exactly is it because yeah. for all we know he could just be crazy he could not be dangerous he could just be crazy and so i mm. think between like i said between like i said between that just the little details and personally i i like the ending because i do like the idea that I, I do love this thing in films and even in books and stuff when you feel like you've watched the whole film through someone's perspective, but it turns out it was you were only seeing what a character in the film wanted you to see. And then the ending, which leads in um, the ending, which I really liked. So, yeah, it's I liked it because it's a film of nice little details that sort of make you have to think. So that's why I like it. I do Fair agree. Enough. There are good details in there, I but was, I disagree yeah. with the f- when you when you said that the jump thing, the jump scare thing. Yeah, I fully I fully know that sounds like me trying to trying to cop out the movie, but that's just what I gathered from it. I totally get it if you do look at it and just go, "That's fucking stupid." I get it. Yeah. Fair enough, because the, the the issue with that statement for me is that the fact that because it's a found footage movie, it is inherently one of the most subjective point of views that you'll get from. Mm. A movie. So it, even though he is jump scaring this guy over and over to, I don't know, build camaraderie or just because he's terrifying. I don't know. But it's the fact that we're always looking through this character's eyes. So it obviously acts as a jump scare to us. And it's mm. also the only quote unquote scary, I'd say more surprising parts of this movie. So I feel like it is like, I don't think you can deny that it's a jump scare for the audience considering that that's sort of it's being shown to us but the, I, my issue is the fact that they just did it so many times I feel like if you do it once maybe twice when you start when you first meet him you're like okay I mean jump scares can be effective if not to be overly scary but just to you know keep you on that sense of unease mm. but once you hit five six seven eight nine times you're just sort of like this is you you, you kind of understand nothing else is going to happen yeah so it's just like bleh but I guess I mean I guess jump scare horror movies are like a whole subgenre of horror movies, but it wasn't yeah, for me. I but I yeah, do I agree that. that the first half of the movie, again, I keep hammering this point. The first half of the movie yeah. isn't bad. That some of the dialogue is a bit iffy, like I no, said. It, shit. It's, it's, it's bad. It is, it's it, bad. Is, um, it is all, for the most part, all improvised. Yeah. Like I said, some of the dialogue is a bit shit, but yeah. I feel like just the the sort of underlying tension of how weird it is and just making you feel uncomfortable like the whole bath scene as soon as he meets this guy go up to the bathroom man stripping off mm. and just watching him sort of pretend like he's having a bath with his baby yeah it's just See, really it's really unsettling and i feel like that worked really well for the tone it was going for that's what i like because um because like because weird, I think, has like two different definitions. Like we've all, like we all see like those random YouTube videos where stuff is like, we're just like, that's so weird. But like, it doesn't make us feel anything besides like maybe make us laugh. And that's why I like this film because the weird shit it does, I personally find it makes you a bit uneasy. Like the, as we say, the bath scene because that bit just weirds me the fuck out and makes me wrong. Yeah. See, we as, had a theory when we were watching it. Is that like that whole bath scene? Like we thought he was like abused as a kid, because he came, he always mentions, "Oh yeah, my dad, my dad did this. My dad used to do this for me. Oh, my dad used to do this dance with me with this mask and stuff like." That. So we just thought he he just got like abused as a child, you know, and then he's trying to do that to someone else or something. I don't know. 
But, See, uh, and yeah. that's why I feel like this movie would have been so much better as like a thriller or a character study where you're watching yeah. this guy, this, this Instead of like traumatized jump scares. Exactly. Yeah. As soon as it goes from thriller into horror is when it just starts to like just fall go apart. really, really, yeah, just fall apart. It just becomes a bit shit. But the fir- I still stand by the first half is decent. But that doesn't make up for the rest of it. I would so like again, to I was, bring up... Again, I was saying like... Oh, sorry. Disagree. I would just like to bring up... Um, do you guys remember what I said every time we've watched a horror movie? The fact that I hate stupid horror movie tropes. Yeah. This had all of them. And this is probably <laughs> why I hated it. It had all the... And yet you liked the nun. That, Callum, that's a joke to piss you off. I've never even seen it. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, actually hate you. <laughs> I actually hate you, you son. Yeah, I know. Human. <laughs> but no, I, I, I hate horror movies that follow the exact same recipe. And it's the same thing jump scares, dramatic music leading into a very obvious jump scare. Uh, main character does dumb thing to progress the plot line. Like, it pisses me off. It's a waste of time because you know exactly what's happening. Every time something um, horror was supposed to happen, aka when he's like um, hiding outside the house and stuff like that, like you can yeah. tell what's going to happen. Like, for instance, another thing that pisses me off, right? This guy, he's getting stalked, right? It's been days. He hears a noise. He jumps up. He puts all the lights on, right? He he see he goes outside, and my guy leaves the door open and goes round the corner down the street. In his underwear. In his underwear. Stuff like that makes it movies like this almost just unwatchable for me. I was literally annoyed. I was so, I was like audibly annoyed at this movie for stuff like that. You know, like you, I understand horror movies. You need to like make you know make things happen in the movie, but make it make sense. You know, that's all I want. I want a horror movie that. That when the characters do something, it makes sense in the story, you know? Yeah. yeah. Do you like yeah. any yeah. horror movies? I can't think of many that I enjoy. I, Have for you watched someone Midsummer? Who, I've watched Midsummer. It's fine. Fair enough. It didn't do any of the dumb horror shit, but that's because it was just it was just a good movie that wasn't trying to be a horror film. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I've heard I've heard the the only good horror movie that I've heard good things from everyone is Hereditary. I still need to watch that. Yeah. I hear that, but yeah, uh, I've, <laughs> I've spoken a lot. I've spoken a lot. Let me let me take a back seat for a little while. I'd like to bring attention to the fact that this movie has a sequel and has a third film what? in the works. But yeah. the sequel what? has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So. I, I can't what? speak on that because I, I, I haven't seen it yet. I know it's on Excuse Netflix. Me. Creep 2, 100% from critics, 72% from audience. Shut up. Yeah, but they said uh, this one was good, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, but they said, but they said that. Uh, fuck this. Uh, fuck it. Fuck it. It just, it, it did, did feel like a student film. I feel like this, I don't know what budget, oh, I feel like not much because there's only that. two people. Uh, and 17, it's... 17 grand, I think. Yeah, see, there you go. Blumhouse Productions for you. But it did seem a, like very short film-esque, like, especially with the whole scene 
where he's trying to leave and the guy's on the doorstep, which is the image for the poster, where he's just like a silhouette behind uh, like the outside light and he's talking and you can't see his face. That's, that's just very... It, it's foreshadowing was too over the top. I feel like yeah, the, most, yeah. the most egregious example of that is like, what do you think when I saw that axe? Ha <laughs> ha. You're gonna kill me, yeah. <laughs> bro. And then, honestly, uh, it instantly telegraphed that he was gonna die. So, alas, it's no, no. Even before, no, Morgan. Before that, just they spent five seconds looking at the axe in the first yeah. scene. Five seconds. You what? Got a hammer. There's no need. Just, just let it be in the background. You know, like get him in the main, like meat of the shot, and just have the axe. You know, kind of just lingering in the background. You know, things yeah. like that. This movie yeah. just irritates me because if it was just a thriller, if it was just a thriller, it would have been actually like a seven or an eight out of ten movie. But as soon as you go into furry horror, you can't be doing this. Soon as you go into yeah, furry yeah, horror. yeah, right. Let's bring that up. We have not brought that up at all. But what? Furry rape. It's oh. awful. It's, it's, I right. I don't get it. The thing is, when that gets bring up, the, the the movie loses all of its meaning as well. Exactly. Like there's no themes. He it just seems need to do that. <laughs> it seems like the film has been written just so they could make a film somehow, and it just it blows my mind how this movie got got a budget that as was, minuscule as it was. That was literally there for shock to say anything. Yeah. Yeah, it was literally there for shock and. To make you feel weird, kind of thing, you know. This character's a just, weirdo. Yeah, there we go. That's <laughs> literally it. That is. They could have just said that. If they would have said that, I'd be less angry. And even and on top make- of that, the movie, like the movie was made out, in, came out in twenty fourteen. Yeah, but it's even just so problematic, considering that um, his wife or his sister or whatever is on the phone, like, oh yeah, basically this guy's uh, mentally challenged. Yeah. And then it's just reinforcing the, the stereotype that mentally challenged people are like uh, or dangerous or yeah, yeah, weird. It's just like... It's, can, can, uh, here's the thing. There's... Oh, what's that movie called? Uh, no Country for Old Men, right? Yes. That is, for me, easily top three, top two best villains of all time, right? And because in that movie... Slap, yeah. Um, no spoilers or anything, so don't worry. But in that movie, the 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 killer is a, a fucking deranged person, but he's not mentally challenged. He's not. They've not gone like, ah, oh, he's just got mental problems. He's just a killer who wants to kill. Yeah. Why can't it just leave it at that? It makes it even scarier, you know. Yeah, like this mental illness isn't part of the scare factor. It shouldn't be. Sometimes you know? even the lack of an explanation makes it even more affecting than if there isn't an, if the there Joker. is an explanation. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> the Joker. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> I mean, lack that, of explanation I mean, for for the Joker. That there's right. plenty of explanations. No, the Joker don't have. He doesn't have a backstory, like a clear yes, cut backstory. Does. Not yeah. talking about Joker. I didn't even bring it up. Love to see He's, that. He, oh, no, oh my god. god! We're not talking about. I'm the not film. Talking. We're, talking, we're talking about the character. So it's fine. Yeah, I'm the not character. Angry. We start yeah. talking about the film, then. <laughs> like a good villain a good villain especially if you're like a, a, a murderous killing machine right if you just Declan have the mystery 
Oh my god. <laughs> uh no, if you just have like the mystery of doesn't matter why he's doing it, he's just doing it. It yeah, adds no, a lot that... more than having oh this person's got fucking this mental illness, this mental illness, therefore they're dangerous. You know? Yeah, to that point, like um I do agree, like Michael Myers uh, from Halloween is a great example yeah. because in the original, he is simply evil. There's no explanation given, he just is. Exactly. And then in the fucking Rob Zombie remake, oh, he he came from a white trash family and his mom's a stripper and he got bullied and that's why he's... Uh, and it t- okay. Fucking hate that's those Rob see- Zombie Halloween movies. So goddamn much. Doesn't make sense. Just No, it doesn't. It's no need. But yeah, um, the villain, it just... Everything about this movie just irks me in some way, sucks. shape, or form. Fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry, Callum. We've like, just shat on everything that you know cool. you love. It, it's cool. I I'm too I'm too tired today. And it's not like you're not <laughs> it, and it's not like you're making non-valid points, you know. I'm not yeah. even hating on it as much as these two. I just think it was mids because it does have a lot of good points. Like uh what's his face? The performance of Joseph was easily the best part of the movie because he does come off as really creepy even with the the dodgy dialogue yeah it's just the second i just this movie just hits me as such a missed opportunity it could have been Mm. so much better than what it was which really sucks which kind of makes me want to watch the sequel even though i'm probably not going to but i I will never watch that sequel unless i'm forced to i've been told that apparently like the sequel is good because it because it, it follows on, like, it's still Joseph, Mark Plas's character, and apparently, like, okay. it, it's not like one of those films where you have to watch the sequel to get some of the, to get, to understand stuff from the first one, but it's more a case of, apparently, if you watch it, there are certain things he does or says that fill in blanks from the first one. Fair and enough. you're like, and you're like, oh, so this is what happened and how he did it. But it's like, retro- even to that, like, at the very end. Like, filler. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But, like, at the end, when he's, um, Oh, when he takes out the the DVD and he's on the phone, he's just like, "Oh, hi, this is Bill." So it's just like, I like mm. it's again little detail because I'm like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like, even when Aaron's on the phone to the police, where they're just like, "Oh," and they're like, "Oh," I think he's actually he's either on the phone to the police like a friend of his. I can't remember, and he's just like, "Oh," he's like, oh, "I can't even give them the address of the cabin because like it's not even his place. He rented it." And a theory yeah, going a around that apparently is like kind of hinted at more in the sequel is that the cabin belongs to the person he killed before Aaron. But Fair this enough. is all done like a th- this is a theory. It's not canon. Fair enough. Game theory. Tell us. I hate that channel. <laughs> Alright. Hey. Leave that channel alone. Map Pat. Map Pat. There we go. Make Listen, another FNAF uh, video, brother. But yeah. Um no. FNAF. This oh movie. My God. I would rather watch a movie adaptation of Five Nights at Freddy's than this. Let's be real. That's coming. That's coming like in 2022, bro. That's actually. Is it actually? No, you're joking. Oh, you're joking. I, I, you're joking. I, I, yeah, yeah, I take literally. everything back. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Before he chooses it. I take it back. I'm nah. done with video game movies. I don't need to watch anymore. Hey, Which Five Nights at Freddy's are we talking about, though? Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's two. Five Nights at Freddy's three. Five Nights at Freddy's four. Five Nights at Freddy's sister location. Five Nights at Freddy's Pizza Pizzeria Simulator. Five Nights what? at Freddy's Help Wanted. Wasn't there an RPG? Five Nights at Freddy's Five Security at Breach. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Freddy Fazbear. They're probably talking, talking about all that shit with the Purple Man theory. 
that guy that used yeah. to lock up the kids or some shit and store them in the animatronics. See, look how oh. more, much more interesting Five Nights at Freddy's in than this piece of <laughs> We haven't even got into the novel adaptations, all right? The Silver Eyes, the Twisted <laughs> Ones, oh, the yeah, Fourth God, Closet, right. Fazbear Frights 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Like, come on now. Oh, and now there's like three graphic what novels as well that aren't books. My gosh. What a franchise. What is his name? Mate, Scott, Scott Hawthorne. Yeah, man. He has just made a fortune out of trolling everybody. He made a bag. But it's not as good as Toby Fox, creator of Undertale. Oh, my God. How am I talking more about video games than the actual movie? Callum, you need to do better, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Casually watching the match while we do this. (laughs) So should we come to our ratings then? I think we've, we've come to a natural conclusion here. Yeah. Uh, yes, me, 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that out? All right, because I know you always get confused. Is that out of 10 or is that out of 5? No, he's talking out of 10. Doesn't matter. I know, I know him. Doesn't matter, it's 1.5. That's it. <laughs> it's just, in, all, in all forms, it's 1.5. <laughs> in all forms, it's 1.5. <laughs> Dylan gave it 1.5 out of 1.5. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dylan's like, like on movie level. of the year. <laughs> on a level though let me let me be real i did not enjoy it everything about it irked me um just the again horror movies i am yet to watch one that oh apart from um oh what's that movie i watched uh Cabin i can't remember uh yeah, that one was funny that was good but um, like. apart from one or one other one i've never seen a horror movie that's genuinely you know, being a good all-round film. Not just a good horror film, but just a good film, you know? So everyone's and been recommending kind of, you Hereditary and you haven't watched it yet? I haven't watched it yet because I, I was hoping someone would suggest it for uh, the podcast, but, you know. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so 1.5. Out of 10. <laughs> yes. On every okay. metric, out of a 1,000. All right, 1. fair 1. enough. 5. I'm gonna. I didn't hate it as much as, as you man seemed to, although I was extremely disappointed. Um, yeah, it was just there was good parts, there was some terrible parts. It was just it was mid. The definition of mid for me. So five shit out of ten. Give no, that five shit, out of ten. This shit is a solid two out of ten, man. Fucking <laughs> hell, like not five out of ten. This shit. <laughs> Callum. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I, I genuinely thought you guys were going to enjoy this movie. Clearly, I was wrong, but I still like it. Seven. Seven out of ten. It's a good movie. Damn. It's a movie that I very much enjoy, and I think you guys Yeah, I do. Like it. I do what very shame. much enjoy I literally just admitted that. So, yeah, I back. <laughs> but anyway, we come round to the best part of the month. Chelsea are fucking shit, bro. The best part of the month is when I get to choose a movie and I redeem this podcast for the oh, past, boo. you know, transgressions. So I feel like, as Callum said, you're all going to like this movie that I pick, you know? No, we're not. Um, it's a sensational main actor performance. Okay. It's the Joker. No so we're watching story. Joker no. again. No. <laughs> the Joker. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. It's free. As, as it's, we speak, there we go. currently it's on Netflix. Starring Jessica Chastain, Kristen Wiig, Jeff Daniels, Michael Pena. I've never heard of any of these. 
Sebastian Stan, Kate Mara, Donald Glover, Matt Damon. It's The Martian. Hey, is it The Martian? So, out of the the 200-something movies I've watched, or at least logged on Letterboxd, this is one out of the 13 movies I've given five stars. So... I can't wait. I can't wait till next week. I can't I've wait. Been, I've been telling you to watch this for months, my guy. <laughs> Morgan, I'm not going to lie. Almost like nine out of ten movies you recommend me have been on my top tier list. I, I will not lie. I cannot there lie. There you go, bro. There you go. But this one's going to be a one. I can tell. I can oh already tell. Oh, my God. Bruv. I'm not going to get into it now. It's for next week's episode. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Typecast. Next week we'll be talking about the masterclass that is Ridley Scott's The Martian. This was our conversation on Creep. Thank you guys for listening. It's been fun. Thank you. And see you. Bye.